Hey there, I'm Ashley and I'm a proud mama of two beautiful kiddos, a wife, a health and wellness coach, and a middle and high school shop teacher. Hi, I'm Roberta, mama, wife, educator. I'm an entrepreneur and homeschool mom navigating the work, family, social life balance. Together, we will discuss various topics near and dear to our hearts for teachers and mamas, like routines, health, habits, self-care, and so, so much more. Living a healthy lifestyle is for everyone from young children to adults. Health, wellness, and emotional and social well-being starts at home and should be expanded upon in the classroom. Everyone can benefit from the Teacher Mamas podcast. So if you're ready to learn some helpful tips, let's do this thing. Hey everyone, welcome to the Teacher Mamas podcast. Today we are talking about something pretty juicy. We are talking about a social media fast that Ashley and I both recently completed. And um, we'll talk more about that in a moment. Before we get to that, we love to start our episodes with some gratitude. So Ashley, what are you grateful for right now? I'm grateful I have a podcast partner who is understanding and doesn't get mad at me when I forget to show up for a podcast. <laughs> I should not have been taking a drink of my coffee right then. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we were supposed to meet at seven and Roberta's texting and, and Sadie was not feeling well last night. So I slept like crap and um, I was, I woke up at like seven 50 and was like, Oh no, I totally forgot. I shut off my alarms and yeah. So here wow. we are. It's not like yeah. I haven't done it before too. <laughs> it's true. At least neither one of us had anything going on after that. So we could hop right on. Mm-hmm. How about you? Um, so this is kind of silly, but I am actually grateful for snail mail. Um, <laughs> one of the things we started, I had it on my list actually um, at the beginning of our social media fast to write letters to mm-hmm. uh, my cousins who are also some of my best friends. And um, what's kind of funny is on one of our many snow days, I feel like it was snow day number 10 this year. And I actually don't think that's an exaggeration. Um, mm-hmm. We had one of Izzy's like options to do was for writing was to write a letter. And Mm -hmm. so it fit perfectly. So I wrote a letter to my cousin and she wrote a letter um, to my cousin's daughter. And uh, today in the mail, we got some replies. So that was really fun. And now we can't wait to write them back. So it's kind of a fun thing. Like it's just, I don't know, a different vibe than sending an email or, um, a text or a phone call or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I agree. Uh, it's really special. Yeah, very cool. I love it. So let's dive in. I'm so excited to talk to our listeners about this and see if it sparks any like kind of desire in themselves to do the same thing. Uh, but mm. let's start with like first, why? Why did we decide to do social media fast? So Ashley, first, I'll let you go first. Like, why did you decide? to do this social media fast so um I don't know if you guys know but I've been running two social media accounts on Instagram so I have my personal account which is what I've been using for my beach body business and then I have my our shared account between me and Roberta which we share our duties with and um so 
my brain flipping back and forth between those two accounts, trying to come up with content, um, replying to two different sets of people who a lot of you are on both accounts, but I'm only talking to you on like one account. And so then that messes me up when I'm like trying to find you on the other account and like reply back. And I'm like, oh, that's right. It was on the other account. So um, between that and then our launch at the beginning of the year in January. So our launch was pretty like intense. Um, and I didn't think it was going to be that intense, but I feel like it was just like exasperated by the fact that I was trying to do that and run my beach body business over on my other account. I just like my brain completely got fried. Um, I was forgetting things left and right here. I am. I forgot our podcast episode this morning, but it was like, <laughs> it was like day to day things where I was like, I shouldn't be forgetting these details right now. And how funny is this, you guys? Like, that is a sign of burnout. So our course is on burnout for teachers, but I was experiencing it with social media. And so I recognized the signs, like, right away. Um, I have been, <clears throat> excuse me, I have been going to the um, therapist at school as well. We have a um, a school-provided therapist, and so you know, he was, he kept recommending like do meditation. You need to like be taking more quiet time. And I'm like, I don't have time. I don't have time. You guys, this is what we hear from teachers all the time. And I was doing it. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, I've been seeing him since the beginning of the year and he kept pushing meditation on us, which we talk about in our course. Um, and, uh, since, the fast, I, I told him, I'm like, you know what? I don't even think I need to come see you anymore. Like, I'm just so, I feel so good. And so we'll get into that a little bit more later, but that was my initial reason for deciding to do the fast because I was just completely burnt out on social media. And I was like, I just, I don't even want to be on here anymore. <laughs> and then another, like another reason why is because I've been trying to be closer with God and like increase my prayer and my Bible reading and all that. So I wanted more time to be able to do that and to build that habit in. So I was able to do both with our fast. So how about you, Roberta? What was your reason? Two main things. The first is I kind of hate social media, which I probably shouldn't admit out loud, but I just, <laughs> it makes me feel icky all the time and I don't enjoy it. I I'm a pretty private person. I think that aligns with like my Enneagram number and like what I'm learning about myself as an Enneagram six, like I'm pretty private. And for whatever reason, talking on a podcast is different and I feel comfortable with it um, because you're only listening to our podcast if like what we're talking about relates to you and and it's helpful, you know, and it's interesting to you. And so you're our people. But on Instagram and Facebook, it's a much broader thing. And I feel like it's far more negative. Like you never know the comments you could get. You never know who's judging you and why. And and I don't like that feeling. So, I mean, there's more to it than that. But like, I'm just such a private person. I don't enjoy sharing myself and my family online like that. So it, it, it makes me like, it doesn't come natural. I have to actually work at it. Um, and it feels like a job, not something fun. 
um, which it can be fine. But so that was the first thing. Like, I really don't enjoy social media in the first place. And I noticed how much time it was taking, but I would always feel gross afterwards. So I like even had this like plan. I'll do my social media stuff, my social media content, my social media planning and like all the different things you're supposed to do when you have a, you know, a business on social media. And then afterwards, I'm going to go on the elliptical for 30 minutes and burn off my energy uh, that I have, the nervous energy. And I'm going to do a tapping meditation to release this energy out of my body so that I don't feel like crap the rest of the day. And so um, like that worked. But then I was reading um, the book by Catherine Price uh, called The Power of Fun. And she's also written a book called How to Break Up with Your Phone. So the first couple chapters of The Power of Fun were kind of summarizing her book. Um, how to break up with your phone and just everything she was saying, all the research she was providing. I was like, just really felt led to like let go of not just social media, but my phone as well. Um, and so uh, when Ashley found uh, the book, a devotional about a social media fast for 40 days, I like was all about it and ready to jump in and, um, so I don't know. Those are kind of my two main reasons. And so now it's figuring out and being honest with myself about what to do moving forward. But we'll talk about that later. So um, let's see. Uh, Ashley, during the 40 days, what what did you allow yourself to do on social media? Because, there, you know, we do run a business online, so we still had to do some things. So what did you allow yourself to do on social media? Um. So mainly it was just check messages. And that was with uh, Instagram and with Facebook. So, and this, even just doing this, I had to discipline myself when I opened up the app, because when you open the app uh, in Facebook, you can just open up messenger. Like that's no problem. But in Instagram, you can't do that unless I'm missing something and I don't know something. Um, (laughs) So you have to open up the whole app. And, you know, in your newsfeed, there's always a picture, a new picture or a new video and the movement catches my eye and it makes me want to start scrolling. And I'm like, no, it's just like, stop. Like you can, you can be disciplined. It's okay. (laughs) And so, um, so I allowed myself to check messages and there was only a couple times that I started scrolling, but I stopped myself very quickly. Um, And then I checked like Snapchat a couple times just because that's only like close friends that I have on there. And uh, I was so behind in uh, messages and stuff. And, but like that Snapchat doesn't suck me in. So I was not too concerned with that app. Um, And actually Snapchat kind of uh, revealed some fun that I like having with the kids again, because they love going on the filters and playing with the filters. And so we just like sit there and take silly pictures with each other. Um, And then let's see what else I don't, (laughs) there was not much else actually, maybe Roberta, maybe you go and I'll remember anything else that might've come up, but really that's all that I allowed myself to do was check messages on Mm -hmm. Facebook and Instagram. So, yeah. Yeah. I allowed myself to check messages, but then I even narrowed it down to there were only two days a week that I checked messages. So I checked it on Tuesdays and Thursdays um, and I would check it on my computer. I've found that 
I'm far less likely to scroll if I check on my computer. <clears throat> so like I even went so far as deleting the apps off my phone. So because I've mm. noticed for myself, the trigger to open those apps was like feeling uncomfortable or feeling bored or honestly, like going into the bathroom and just wanting a mom minute to myself. But instead of like just allowing the silence, I was opening up social media apps. So I completely took them off my phone and only uh, checked messages on the computer. So the issue with that then is the only other thing I would do was um, post our promos for um, our podcast. Mm -hmm. And I, I, if I'm posting and we, we don't have a guest, I can post on, on the computer. I can do that from the computer. But the second I try to like tag people or add a collaborator for whatever reason, the computer version doesn't allow that. So I would have to download the app on my phone for 30 minutes and set that <laughs> on Thursdays and send the post and get that situated and then delete the, the app off my phone again. So those are pretty much it. I also didn't include Snapchat because I really, I only have um, family and that's how I send like pictures and videos of the kids and keep in contact with my family. So on both yeah. sides, mine and my husband's, we both have like this big group thread that we're sending um, stuff to each other like throughout the day. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's actually the only app that I allow notifications on too, because um, I don't allow like noisy notifications, but I do allow like a pop-up. So it shows up when I look at my phone or um, when I choose to wear my watch. That's kind of the other byproduct of all of this is I've stopped wearing my smartwatch all the time. Mm -hmm. If If I know I'm waiting for notifications or if I'm specifically wanting to count my steps or something on a walk, I'll put it on. But otherwise, I've been leaving it off just so that um, I'm not getting notifications all the time. And I think now that the 40 days are over, I'm going to like look at spend more time on my phone, like figuring out how to like take the notifications off my smartwatch so that I can just use my smartwatch to track my steps. And I love being able to check the weather on my watch. Mm -hmm. um, so I've been really reflecting on how do I want to use my smartwatch and like getting notifications of texts and Snapchats and these different things are too distracting and I don't want that on my watch. Um, and the interesting thing is I haven't really talked to my husband about all this, but like he's asked me why I'm not wearing my watch. So I told him and um, he started wearing his like regular watch and not his smartwatch lately to try and um, see the same thing because he's noticed how distracted he gets by wearing his smartwatch. So kind of yes. an interesting byproduct really, really good point I I'm going to I'm just going to throw my opinion out here and it might <laughs> it might cause some of you to be like oh um but I hate smartwatches. um not because I don't even have one um because I hate them because I hate when people are in conversation with me and they stop their conversation with me and look at their wrist it mm -hmm. drives me insane like yeah I don't know what you're looking at but it's more important than the conversation that we're having right now which I think is super rude and irritating <laughs> yeah well and I think it's the same with with phones and I've right. noticed this you know I think 
I think this started probably hmm, when was the first relationship and I'm thinking friendship relationship mm-hmm. probably like right as Facebook was an app so I don't know how long have I been married had a couple years <laughs> like 15 years ago mm-hmm. and I, I remember explicitly thinking um, I had a friend who would just stop our conversation like sometimes even mid-sentence Yep. to check our phone and respond to things. Same. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I am never going to be like that. Well, here we are 15 years later. And I feel like that's what I had become right. before our social yeah. media fast began. So Same. I also had a friend like that and I would get so, it was in high school and I would mm. get so irritated. I'm like, am I not important enough? Like I'm right, right here in front of you. You have right. to be having conversations with four other people who are not in front of you. Like, why are we spending time together? <laughs> Exactly. And I think as a parent now, it's like when that, when that hinders your relationship with your children and they're Mm -hmm. starting to notice like, um, Hey, we're watching a movie. Why do you have your phone? Like, I thought this was our family time. Like we're playing a game. Why do you have your phone? So, um, it's started some really good conversations as a family. Like Mm -hmm. if we're doing family time, none of us should have a device. All the devices should be put away unless we're playing Roblox because we're geeky like that. And we have, we like to play Roblox together, <laughs> but <laughs> that's different. Yeah. So um, I think we, we did talk what apps and websites we included in the social media fast. Let's see. We talked about that. So we both allowed Snapchat, but it's not like it was all consuming. Right. And, I and never go like into the tab where you can like scroll into like the no. different, story like no, I never no. go into that no I don't either yeah I have no and desire no and like I think this is just important like if you guys choose to do this like you get to customize it to you just because mm-hmm. it's like a social media fast doesn't mean you have to like Roberta and I allowed Snapchat because we knew that it's not like taking over our lives and it's only close family members so mm-hmm. it's like what uh what social media platforms are you going to choose and like what parts of them because they're super distracting to you and they're pulling you in and they're um, causing you to be um, like it's losing connection with the people around you basically. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the big things I felt was really important was taking time to recognize when I felt that need to go to social media um, and writing down those triggers what were the things that triggered me to want to go to social media in the first place? Was it because I was feeling something and I was trying to avoid the feeling because that Mm -hmm. happened multiple times, Mm -hmm. Um, which is an interesting byproduct because of these 40 days I've had to really sit with my feelings and it's been uncomfortable. Um, Mm -hmm. But ultimately that's a good thing. See, and like, I never felt during our fast, I never felt pulled to like go into social media not once like the only reason I would get sucked into scrolling is if I had to open the app up and check messages and so for me that was just a I need to be more disciplined which has now brought on this is not the only place in my life that I need to be more disciplined in like I Roberta and I were just talking about our finances at the beginning of this and how we are struggling right now with this inflation of everything. And so my husband and I are going to have to sit down and have a really hard conversation and um, figure out like what 
what do we need to stop spending money on (laughs) and like actually come up with a financial plan? Because I track our finances, but we don't really like, we don't really discipline ourselves when it comes to them. So that's going to be a, that's going to be an uncomfortable few months here coming up. But Mm -hmm. discipline is my new word for the year, which I just came up with during this fast. And um, so that was, that was another cool thing that came out of it. Mm -hmm, For sure. So what are some other benefits that you noticed, Ashley, during the fast? Yeah, so that's one of them that I need to be more disciplined with certain things in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, like the brain fog, like I talked about earlier, um, like I was forgetting things and I was like, this is not normal. Um, So that hasn't been happening. Um, This, like today was just a total fluke. Um, But uh, we've had more family time together. Um, I haven't been distracted when I'm with the kids during family time. Um, Roberta and I have been able to explore other things that we want to do business wise. And that was kind of another reason for us wanting to do the fast as well. We were like, is this, we just wanted to make sure like a hundred percent, this is what we wanted to do. Um, And then also like, we felt like we were missing the connection piece with people like our courses online and everything that we're doing is online, but we feel like we're missing actually connecting with people. And so that is another big benefit. Like I was doing a lot of work over lunch hours, um, which I, the last couple of years have been like super disconnected from the rest of my staff at school because every like spare second I've been on social media working. And so that really took a toll on me as well. So this fast has brought about, um, I've actually been doing a lunch with another staff member, just her and I, like we don't go into the staff lounge for various reasons that I won't get into (laughs) right now. Um, So we just started eating in my room. And so that has sparked like a, a good friendship between the two of us. Like we've always been friends at school and stuff, but never really like had deep conversations before. And so like it has sparked that, um, I've just been more connected with the kids at school, with the other teachers at school, uh, with my family at home. Um, and so like, I just personally felt like I was missing that big connection piece with people because everything we were doing online and it's like, I don't want to say it's, it's so like the people that we have on the podcast, I feel like that's a really, that's a good connection. Like we're doing Mm -hmm. a zoom call. Um, we, Roberta and I love that we actually get to like find people online and, connect with them and talk with them about deep conversations. But like a lot of it on actual social is kind of like fake connecting. And so it's not like that full on connection piece. Mm -hmm. And let's see other benefits. I feel like there's more, but Roberta, you go and I'll chime in as we go. (laughs) Yeah, I agree completely with um, the brain fog and wanting more connection. So it's made me really think about how can I, cause I'm staying at home. Like I don't get out really. Mm-hmm. So I've been searching for ways to grow connection in person, which I think all of us kind of, it's at the forefront of our mind after like COVID is thinking about in-person connection versus zoom connection versus, you know, social media connection. And I won't dive into that more, but it is, I think that's not just an us thing. I think that's probably everybody thinking that through 
Um, but another byproduct is like, I've been able to do more things that I enjoy. Like it has freed up so much of my time. So I have read so many more fiction books in the past 40 days than I have. And it's been a goal. That was like my goal of the year was to read 23 books for 2023. My goal is to read 23 books and to not just focus on nonfiction, but to also take time to read fiction. So my son and I have made a point to go to the library more often and pick up books. So, and then I've, um, and I've looked into like the library's odd version of audio uh, books and I've been listening to that instead of podcasts during these 40 days. I've really limited the podcast that I've listened to because I really wanted to spend these 40 days tuning into my own thoughts and not other people's thoughts. So, um, so yeah, I've focused on like fiction books and like doing things that I enjoy. So I think like last year in 2022, the entire year, I probably read five or less fiction books. The rest of the books I read were all nonfiction, which is great. I love reading nonfiction as well, but I also felt like I was missing out because I do love reading fiction and I wasn't making that a priority. Mm-hmm. So I think I've read like, let's see, one, one, two, three. Um, you've inspired me to pick up more fiction four, books by the way I haven't done it yet but I think I've read five fiction books in the last 40 days and that's not all like physical books like I said it's also audiobooks yeah. yeah and then um a couple non-fiction books and like for the first time in years I picked up a book and got so caught up in it that I had to finish it that day. Like I read it from cover to cover in one day because I like needed to know how it, that was actually a biography. That was Matthew Perry's um, book, Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to know how this ends. (laughs) So I was reading through that pretty quick and it was a quick read, but anyway, so like more things that I enjoy, I've been playing the piano more often. Um, Oh, yeah. I picked up the viola. Yeah. Yeah. So doing more things that I enjoy has been a good byproduct. And then so my special ed background really kicked in when we started this because I realized that I couldn't just like stop a habit without replacing it with something else. So I was like, okay, if when I feel the need to pick up my phone, what am I going to do instead? And so I started off the 40 days with Um, I found an app that's a mental health app. Um, I don't know if that's how it's labeled, but probably it's like a journaling app and there's like a game aspect to it. So Derek has it too. And I can like, I don't know, send good wishes his way or whatever. And then there's journaling prompts that like make your little bird grow. (laughs) It's really silly, Um, but it's all like journaling prompts and they have like breathing techniques in there and like everything you do gets you like points to grow your little bird and then you can like decorate your bird's room and like get give them clothes and stuff and it's really silly but I think it's a good thing to do like and it really made me which is the whole point like I wanted to have more self-reflection during this time so I'm like okay when I feel the need to pick up my phone to open social media or a mindless game because I kind of included that too the mindless games that I would play on my phone just taking up way too much time. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead of that, I'm going to open up this. And I put that app right 
on the front page of my phone and put everything else that I didn't want to use like all the time um, kind of hidden away in, in folders on different pages on my phone. And now eventually I've deleted them because I realized I don't need my games. And, and so I've only kept one game that I use like if I don't feel well or something. I do enjoy having like a phone game that I can just like mindlessly play when I don't feel well. But other than that, I've deleted everything else. And so I've kept this this journaling app, but I don't really feel the need to pick up my phone as often. So that's like slowly decreased throughout the 40 days. Yeah, I think she talks about that in the book too, right? The the book that Roberta and I read. And a big um a big theme of the book is getting closer with God. So that's also a big giant benefit that mm-hmm. I've had. And um I've been listening to the in a year app uh consistently each day. Um praying and meditating each day. Um, so I've been getting that stuff in, in the morning. Um, and then I've been doing it more throughout the day as well, like thinking about doing it more throughout the day. Whereas Mm -hmm. before, like it wouldn't even cross my mind. (laughs) So, um, that's another benefit of it as well. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that as well. All right. So moving forward, we're both now done with our 40 days. Um, with social media, what is what is your kind of overarching plan moving forward? <laughs> um, so funny that I think I finished my 40 days a week ago and I still have not gotten back on social media. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the 40 days flew by. And like, Mm -hmm. as the days were counting down, I was like, no, I don't want it to get closer to the end. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And um, so I haven't, I haven't hopped back on yet because I don't have a plan in place and I don't want to get sucked into bad habits again. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm not doing that. And Roberta, I was waiting for Roberta to finish as well. So she's done now and we can kind of come up with our social media plan together um, because I have, uh, I, I very quickly in the beginning of the fast, probably within the first week, um, the big thing that I was grappling with was when I come off of this fast, do I go back to both accounts or do I just focus on the one with Roberta and I, and I very quickly made that decision through prayer and meditation and everything. And I was like, I can't go back to that. Like, I just, I can't. So I'm going to leave my personal account pretty much alone. And I'm going to take everything that I was doing over there because both accounts are very similar content. Um, Just the one was a little bit more personal to me. Um, And so I'm going to take what I was doing over there and bring it over to our um, Instagram page that Roberta and I share together, the the podcast page. Um, So that's, I, I came up with that week one. And so that was just like a decision, like, a huge weight off of my heart and my head. And I was just, I felt so good after I made that decision and I wasn't like going back and forth anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, But Roberta and I still have to sit down and come up with our social media plan moving forward. um, What we're going to do with our course and all that stuff. We've kept up on the podcast. So that has not been an issue at all. Um, right. that's been great. 
And so, yeah, I think right now, Roberta and I just have to come up with a plan together. What about you? Yeah. What I've journaled about just this morning was, um, I think it's really important moving forward that I 100% don't do social media on Sundays and potentially even like not even having my phone out on Sundays at all. Um, I want to chat with my husband more about that, but definitely like not keeping my phone on me, but like putting it on the desk and like maybe checking it every once in a while, but not like having it with me all the time. So for sure, no Sundays. Um, And then I've kind of thought, well, for sure, I want to keep Instagram and Facebook off my phone. I want to keep the apps off my phone and continue to only like download them when I need them. Like when we're doing an Instagram live, I'll download it or um, something, but then I'm going to delete it again because it's far too tempting right now for me to go into those apps. So I'm not ready to have them um, just like at my disposal Mm -hmm. all the time yet. And then, um, like there's one group on Facebook that I'm a part of that I want to continue checking and like, uh, communicating in. It's like a a coaching group that I'm in. So I'm going to like save that page to my computer so that I'm not like going into Facebook and like scrolling, but I can go right to that page when I click on the link. Um, And then I kind of decided like, I still want to be pretty stringent and like minimal until after Easter. I feel really like led Mm. to continue this um, because we're in the middle of Lent right now. Um, And it feels kind of right to keep doing minimal social media um, until, Mm. until Easter. But, and then, so I had it written down to reevaluate or have a different plan in place um, for after Easter. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. I'm excited. Now that you're done, I'm excited to talk to you about our plan. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be good. Definitely a lot of clarity on what we want and what we don't want. Yeah. So hopefully this episode was um, just kind of like an eye opener for you guys. And if you feel led to do this, um, I, I a hundred percent suggest it to everybody. <laughs> like mm-hmm. we live in an era right now where we have grown up with our phone. I'm 34. Um, I've had a cell phone since I was 16. It was not a smartphone, but when did the first one come out? Roberta was it like 2010 or something like that. The so smartphone? we have lived yeah. in, yeah, I think early yeah we that, have lived but... in a smartphone for at least at least 13 years. And so if you think about it, you guys, like most of us have had smartphones in our hands. Um, We are the first generation to be raising up children who don't know an era without them. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we have had smartphones in hands for at least 13 years. um, Most of us. And we don't know what it's like anymore to disconnect from that world. And so I highly suggest this. It's 40 days. I promise you, if you put things in place, like, especially like what Roberta talked about, if like, if you're feeling really um, uh, tempted when you're on your phone, like to delete them, to get a different app on your phone, to help you when you feel like picking up your phone. um, If you put those things in place, 
this is going to be the best freaking 40 days of your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like hands down. It is, it has been so good. And if you can, I, my, my husband said he was going to do it with me and then he didn't. But if you can, if you can talk your, your partner into doing it with you as well, like it's going to be, it's going to be magical. You guys. <laughs> yeah. Or convince your kids to put their phones down for yeah. even just kids, Sundays, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like our weekends or something like we're going to spend family time and no phone. Yeah. Uh, it's good. Mm-hmm. So, Oh, that was the other just thing. Explain. One of my action steps was um, my next nonfiction book that I want to read when I'm done with um, I'm reading the gap in the gain right now. And when I'm done with that, I want to read breaking up with your phone by Catherine price. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And kind of see what other interesting insights I get from that. Yeah. Yeah. I highly suggest we're both reading the power of fun right now. Um, or she, Roberta finished already, but I'm in the journaling stage and um, it, the whole first part of it explains why our phones are so addicting, what they're doing to our brains. And it's just like, I mean, it's all stuff that we kind of like subconsciously know, but then like she's putting the science in there and like how it's actually affecting us. And so Mm -hmm. it's just super interesting. And I think it's a huge eye opener for our kids too, because I'm a high school teacher and I see this all the time our kids are addicted to their phones and they're not the only ones like they get it because they see us doing it mm-hmm. um so like adults we're just as bad and so i just i see all the negative effects that are happening to our kids in school because of it and outside of school and the bullying that happens online and the things that it's doing to our kids brain um our their brains and and just like the mental health issues that it's causing. So I highly suggest that power of fun book for yourself and for your kids, if you have older kids. And then also if you have younger kids, so you like, you know, this stuff for when they get to the age of having their phone. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. then for younger kids, there is a picture book called unplugged and it is super cute. Um, and it's for younger kids. And it talks about, it's like this little robot who's always connected to his, his monitor and doing everything on his monitor and then and the book is in black and white during that time and then the power goes out and he's forced to leave his house and he encounter and, and the world all of a sudden turns mm-hmm. into color um and he meets friends and animals and sees nature and comes back to his house at night and doesn't want to plug back in cute so it's a super yeah. cute book to talk about unplugging with our kids yeah it also reminds me and roberta of i and i have talked about this too but the movie wally yeah <laughs> yeah it's like a total <laughs> we feel like an accurate description or depiction of what's going to happen in the future if we don't figure our crap out <laughs> <laughs> yeah We hope that this has inspired you to go on your own social media fast. If you are feeling led to pray about it, um, you know, talk with God about it. And (laughs) I think he'll have, he'll have some things to say, (laughs) but yeah, we are so grateful for you guys. And uh, thanks for tuning in and we will talk to you guys next week. We want to thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to us chat about healthy family living. We would love to hear your thoughts or any ideas you have for future episodes. So feel free to message us at the teacher mamas podcast at gmail.com. 
or the Teacher Mamas podcast on Instagram. It would also mean so much to us if you would leave a quick rating or review on whatever platform you're listening from. If something really stood out to you today, don't forget to share it with someone else in your life that might need to hear it too. Spread the word. Please don't forget to share with your online community and tag us. For more positivity and inspiration on how we navigate life and the things we do on a daily basis to stay sane in the crazy, don't forget to go follow each of us on Instagram. Check the show notes for our handles.